Hello and welcome back to Does It Roll? Does Rhyme with the Frostmaiden? Our heroes have gathered together. They have each completed their own individual quests, or at least they've searched for the knowledge and information that they needed before we head towards the secret city of Netherrule. Is there anything any of you like to do in Brinshander or across the Ten Towns before you return to Elijah's airship? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think so most, just most understandable from here. Go on. Uh, I think no, the only... Do I have? Go on. Sorry. <laughs> the only thing that Kestra wants to do is just make sure that on the way back, she gets it across to Graham of like, we can't tell the others what we've been doing. They don't know that I'm working for Avarice. She will kind of fill in Graham that she was hired to go find them. She wasn't working for. I can't remember what the name of the ally that she claimed she was working for, but. That that's a lie. Levitus? What? Oh no, the other one you were you no, you can't remember the lie. Yeah, me either. So <laughs> not the, Yeah, whoever uh, I told you I was working for that was a friend of yours, it's not true. I was working for Avarice the whole time. Is is what she gets across. But not yeah. to tell the others. Understood, Kesson. What's her name? It wasn't. Like I, um, I think so, you're underestimate. They, they'd be pretty cool about. It. I mean, Gone wouldn't. Gone would probably lose his mind. But Gone's real square. But Salvis would be. Salvis <laughs> would be all about it this night. It's you know. But okay, yeah, well, well, hush, hush. We'll keep it hush, hush. So as the two of you, I, I, did you heard dog sled, didn't you? So mm -hmm. as the two of you like crest arise, you please, see. Please, God, can I say my thing? <laughs> please, please, please do it. Please do. Because <laughs> I was cut off twice oh. and you left. It was hilarious. It's like don't do it. So the last thing actually God we went to, to the <laughs> <laughs> We had we had left was it Nimby's his name? And the Harpers mm -hmm. go off to warn all the towns. Like yeah. I would swing by there and make sure there's nothing any did they gather in any information, anything helpful or basically I guess a chance for you to give us any lore that might be handy, Joe. Like, is there anything that I would want to know from those guys? So I'd swing by the Harper Hall in Prince Shander. Okay, so the Harper Hall? the 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 main Harper, she used to dress as a beggar and she got murdered in East Haven. Um, now, Nimbly, is that right? The uh, the speaker Nimbly, from East from uh, Lonely Woods um, had come into uh, Prince Shander and is trying to basically support. And he's coming with the whole village because Lonely Wood has been abandoned because there's just not enough food now. The lakes have frozen over. But he's going to be hard to find. Um, can you give me an investigation check to see if you are able to locate him within the kind of teeming crowds of refugees? Or From what I remember, he's a really annoying voice and I bet you would stand out in the crowd, though. Uh, with a plus five, I am going to roll... Come on, D20. Don't do your thinking thing. Mm, not bad. 18. Ooh. That was very nearly a one. Okay, <laughs> you locate him. He's got like a bloody bandage across his head. Um, and he looks like he hasn't slept in about three days. Um, and he looks up at you and goes, Right there, Velfez. Glad to see you're still alive. I didn't really expect it. Uh, we are in dire streets here. Pardon? What? I mean, the, the show of support of, I mean, we were the heroes of the Icewind Dale a couple of times if he expects us to die. But it's okay. I'm glad to see you too. But what sort what, of gives, what, gives a rueful smile. It's I fear you always, you never fail to cheer me up, but I fear this is the end. The lakes have frozen over. The strongest of us head out every morning and try and cut our way through the ice, but it's, it, it's many feet deep now. And the fish, if they're... 
We managed to catch them a puny at most. We have nearly all the survivors of ten towns now living within Branchanda. And we're dying. We have days, I think. Days. What? Look, we we have uh, a plan and then potentially a, a way of stopping the rhyme. Right. Yeah. Well, not much I can do here. Take this. And he, like, goes to shake your hand, and as he touches your hand, he passes over a small silver coin. This is giving me a lot of luck, but I think you probably need it more than more than I do now. Godspeed to you, Southers, and I hope you see you again one day in Lonely World where we can toast to a, a sunny sky and a full plate. Oh, this is a lot more depressing than I held. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> this isn't the upbeat Pingy or, or Nimbly. Nimbly was always the best thing about this thing. He made you happy. He was like, he's now got one eye covered. Like, uh, <laughs> hangs like a, a little playful, like, punch in the shoulder. Yeah, you just look. Hang tough. We'll, we'll be back in no time. Gone and Graham and Kestra. We, we'll be back. We'll solve it. We've been to. Oya's Island and back, and and it's over soon, I promise. He tries to smile, but he's obviously kind of... He's kind of on the edge of tears, and he goes, Fairly well, fairly well, Zalfis. I look forward to seeing you again one day. In this life or the next. Fairly... Okay, okay, fairly well. This is not how you said... We we had a subplot, a subcontext there. We need to address it. The sad fizz is going to hit off fucking mega depressed. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> so, as um, as Kestra and Graham crest the rise and approach Brinshander, you see the enormous, the now enormous airship that somehow um, Elijah has constructed. It is nearly doubled in size. And the, the cabin beneath hours. it is very, very strange. It doesn't look like it should be held together, and the materials don't seem to have, like, any nails or... It It doesn't look like it should be sturdy, but yet it is hovering 15 foot above the ground with a, uh, a, a rope ladder dangling down and the tiny white kobold leaning out the window going, Wait, are you... I said to get back at the same time. You're now, what, seven minutes late? Seven! Seven whole minutes, come on! Bloody oh. big folk. Sorry, Elijah. I, I know you're, you're, yeah. Um, the is going to be like looking at this coin that he got off Numidy trying to examine it as he's walking the board, I guess. Um, could be an Arcana roll. Okay, cool. Like, did he just pay me? Uh, Arcana is also a plus five. Hold on. I rolled a 13. It does seem to have magic. But what kind of magic, you don't know. Like, it's not, like, powered by the weave. At least you don't think it is. It's powered hmm. by Nimbly's hope. Which is diminishing. <laughs> which is diminishing, yeah. The further you it's get, really... the weaker it gets. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a cursed coin, though. 
Yeah, every 20 year old is now a one. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it, it wouldn't make any difference to how I play the game. I haven't rolled a 20 essay all second season. Nimbly is actually imbued his soul into that coin and he's becoming a lich. <laughs> oh, no. So, if he's imbued his soul into it, it's pure gold. I'm so. Um, who wishes to climb up into um, Elijah's cabin? I mean, do you all wish to travel to the glacier in the airship, or do you wish to use another means of transport? I'm going to uh, confidently go up to Elijah and looking at this airship, I give him a high five. I'm like, I hope this didn't take you too long, buddy. This is a great job. That looks good. Looks fantastic. It's yeah. on my air, airship as well. You wouldn't. You would. You'd be really surprised about how easy it is to like get starving people to work for you like <laughs> it's funny right oh, just they work so hard for so little right and they they really help me do this it's great elijah this, this isn't a good look this isn't <laughs> and um, like, what i gave them like money and food and stuff yeah hopefully it was enough you're saying for how much work they'll do for how little food man that's not right <laughs> Get in, just get in, right? If you don't appreciate all the hard work these people have put in. I appreciate their work. I'm just saying, you know. Anyway, yeah. good job, right? That's, yeah, cool. Just try and do a nice thing for people. You know, it was big enough for me. I've made it big enough for you guys. And, uh, hey, it was big enough for clients. me as well. <laughs> yeah, good to see you, Zalfiz. Always a pleasure. How long is the trip is. to the glacier? It's going to take uh, about four days. Okay, cool. So I will cast all 14 spell slots on Goodberry and summon 140 of them and just disperse them to the town again. And that I would <clears throat> get so out give the... shit out of Goodberry. like, oh my god. <laughs> no. They're only good for 24 hours, so uh, I explain uh, that too. So people don't just like hold on to them hoping they'll be good for a while and then <laughs> just eat a rotten berry. Um, right. Okay, so as soon as we leave the town, I'm going to get Niall to roll for random encounter. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We're not doing that. We're on a time limit. Uh, is there anything anyone wishes? Eagles. <laughs> anything anyone wishes to do before we we head off across the ice? Zalf is going to claim the largest bedroom. He's going to run around quickly and just throw his bag on the bed, like when you get to like a summer camp. Go hey, that's my bed. Get away from. <laughs> Petra wants whichever one is closest to where the dragon sleeps because she is enamored with it. <laughs> nice. I've, well, Reginald's um, just hanging out. I think he's, uh, he's, you know, trying to sit down, and have conversations with people. So if you want to impart some wisdom upon Reginald, I'm sure he'll happily Kestra soak that. Did up. that when you were like, go find Kestra. She totally, yeah. <laughs> she she did what you do with like young children when you're babysitting them, and you tell them a bunch of like weird stories, shit that you yeah. know is kind of only half true. <laughs> Probably <laughs> taught him some trick that's going to annoy Graham. He's like uh, putting a coin under a water bottle and squeezing it when he looks into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so the the journey does take take around four days um the winds are hard and the the nights are long um it does feel a bit darker and you every night that goes by aureal spell just take gets that bit more power and every morning does seem to have that bit, bit more dim and a bit more cold and after leaving your from what many of you has been a home of brinchander for these past years and leaving it in such desperate situation you you really do find it hard to to feel any kind of positivity as you approach the mighty wall of ice that is the Reghead Glacier 
Um, right, we're almost there. It's going to be like probably another half an hour or so. I mean, this thing's really big. Do you know where we're going? Is there any, is there any, uh, I imagine that Kestra has been reading the codicil, like, as, as this journey has happened. Um, is there anything in there that indicates where to go to break it open? So, you can give me a religion or a, um, arcana roll. Uh, I will go with arcana. Hmm. Mm, maybe nice. Natural 20. Nice. nice. <laughs> um, so the codicil itself um, was obviously written by Aureel's, I wouldn't say first follower, but it's not really that, because obviously she died and was resurrected by this member of the uh, the Reghead Barbarians. Saviour is a good way to describe it, and it's almost like a diary that chronicles the events that led up to Oriel being resurrected and then what happened beyond that. And so reading it doesn't really give you any... it doesn't really shed any light on, on what you need to do. However, the longer you spend with it, you feel yourself bonding with it, and you get an understanding of the power held within. This power is not an arcane power, and it's not even directly Oriel's power, although that is the primal source beneath it. This is the spirit of the Reghead Barbarian who wrote it, held within the pages. And she can be channeled. By forming a bond with her as you have over the last four days, you believe that you can send your thoughts out through the ice to find the thing that you are looking for. However, there will be a cost, and your life force will power it. Um, I think she kind of looks at everyone, and she has the, the codicil in her hand. She keeps it close. Because um, also, she's inhabited the body of this woman before in the trials. I think I can find it, but I think we should wait till we're closer. It's going to be draining. Right, well, I'll, I'll just take you over there then, shall I? And he just points at this endless wall of ice that's almost a mile high. Um, and you travel towards it. Um, are you all spending this journey inside the ship, or is any of you either riding below or on the... There's like a little... Um, there'd be like a, a platform Gangway. that's been hastily constructed above... Um, and uh, yeah, there's probably like multiple cabins. I like the idea of like rope bridges between them. It, basically, is anyone going to be outside or at least um, looking outside as you approach yeah, this? I think yeah. Graham will be outside, um, topless because he doesn't feel the cold, and trying to teach Reginald how to fly because he is and... only but a new dragon. Like, you're swimming, you're holding them in the air beside the <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I had this idea of like God also, like, you know over the the journey like mess like playing with with Reginald like transforming into a giant lizard and like wrestling like dot like like poppies would when they're like younger and stuff like that and then with when you're trying to teach him to fly I'm like alongside as a giant eagle showing him how to like use your wings and stuff okay, so can both of you give me a perception roll as I mean you're kind of focused on Reginald so there's no advantage, advantage I think, just a straight perception there. yeah Surely. giant eagles get an advantage yeah uh, but again because you're perception? focused on Reginald I think that's where you <laughs> Okay, fine. Can I roll perception <laughs> for Reginald? Ignore the rules, then. Uh, <laughs> yes, you can. 
Fine. <laughs> I mean, I rolled twice. He's a friggin' dragon. He probably has like 50 perception. I got uh, 15 plus 5. I got a, a dirty 20. Okay. I got an 18. Uh, okay. Um, so, which one of these dice is Reginald? <laughs> Reginald's got five. He's not. He's too busy enjoying flying. He's like, okay, this so is the you, best. <laughs> so, in, in the future, I need you to roll separately for you and Reginald, so I know which one's which, because it's going to be a different, <laughs> narratively. It's going to be different depending on who sees okay. what. If that's okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But um, so it sounds like both of you saw for a moment through the clouds something flying behind you. Or maybe some things. They they're like a way behind at least a mile. But because you got a twenty, you think they may have been a gargoyle or gargoyles. Alright. Um Can I fly up higher into the clouds and like disappear into them a bit and try to go back a bit behind the airship just so I can confirm and just wait and see if I see anything like I'm up higher now, so I wanna see if I see anything else follow following along behind us. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, how far do you want to fly back? How far did they seem like they were? They were about a mile. So I'd like go about half a mile. So like I'm still a fair bit from them, but close enough to the ship to get back if I need to and warn them. Okay, so you fly. You're flying higher. Can you give me mm. a stealth roll? Uh, I can. Damn it! I didn't cast pass without a trace. Just gonna grab a cloud and then <laughs> cast pass without a trace. <laughs> uh, yeah, grab a cloud. Uh, let me find the uh, the, the eagle's uh, stats first. Giant eagle. Where are you? Because it might have better stealth than I have. Uh, yeah, it definitely does. So. Uh, I got a fourteen plus three, a seventeen. So you hide within the cloud cover, dodging between these kind of fog banks, and you work backwards, and it's not long before you do indeed see two huge grey gargoyles flying through the darkness. They're flanking on either side uh, an ice-white tiefling who is on the back of a broom. And you think it's just them for a moment, and I'd like you to give me another perception roll, and you can roll with advantage being a giant eagle. Okay, I like that. So perception plus five. I should know it's plus four. That's one, and that is two. So I got a dirty 20 again, 16 plus four. The clouds break. And you see much further back, so you're thinking maybe more like three or four miles. There is a procession. Two wagons, maybe two dozen people. And in front of them marches a chardling dragon. On its back, a red tiefling. A red tiefling. Have we met any other red tieflings outside of Kestra? No. No, well, you haven't, no. I want to know what's really sad about this is that we could be going the wrong direction because we just said, yeah, over there. So, <laughs> and they're like, they're like following us to where, you know? So, <laughs> um, yeah, so I will fly back. Um, yeah. <laughs> I will fly back, land on the platform, and just uh, grim. What did Come, you see? Um, we're being followed, and uh, our, old, our old friend is, is back there. The, the dragon. Oh. Not the white one, the rock one. 
It's way more specific. We've met so many dragons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like Joe's not very nice to us, so we have. It's dungeons and dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Plural. Like... Okay. Um. Let's let's. Uh, Reginald should come with us too, and I, I'll bring. I'll go downstairs to um where Zalf is and Kestra are. Yeah. Yeah. I follow. Um. Guys. Everyone, we're, we're, we're being followed. Um, those gargoyles that we saw at the prison, they're behind us with a, a tiefling, a white tiefling on a broom. Um, I wouldn't worry too much about her. Why are they, if we shouldn't worry about them, why are they hiding behind us? Do you know this person? Yes. Do you know another red tiefling here in the Dale? Do I know another red tiefling here in the Dale? Yeah, so the leader of the Knights of the Black Swords um, is a red tiefling, oh, obviously. Yeah, yeah, Kuren okay. It's <laughs> called Kadroth, or Kadroth. Kadroth. You know, we don't all know each other, but yes, I do. No, in this case, that's not the assumption I was making. But so every Irish person says all the time, like, actually, yeah. "I do know this person." Actually, yes, I do. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, "Do you know Mary?" No, yes, actually, I do. I went to school with Mary. Um, every time. Um, and I look at Zalfis. I look at Zalfis. Like your your old friend is there, the uh, Chardlin Dragon. Oh. And I'm just like, like I could have sworn I, I I'm looking I'm like the ring of the ram. I could have sworn I destroyed him with the ring of the ram. All this time, like, God knows that someone else is um in in in, in cahoots with uh Levistus. And with Graham's reactions is like, oh <laughs> ah. Yeah. <laughs> like... I'm like, you know. <clears throat> wait, 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 wait. Didn't I, mean, Aaron... I, I don't want to disturb you all, but we're we're here now. Do you want me to descend okay, right, or Hold on, hold on. Didn't Kevin destroy the Shardlin dragon? Didn't we see that blow up? No, it no, blew it flew away. off. Oh, okay. That was, was feels like months ago. So, I, from I what I understand, any... sorry, go on, Kestra. I was gonna say I don't know anything about this dragon, but I know you don't have to worry about that tiefling or those gargoyles. Who? You very much need to worry about the dragon. It's yeah, very. It's it's more like. It's more, I, I it's think worse than Zalfis, Zalfis, I'm, I'm sorry to interject here, but I'm going to say I think we should not engage, let them do whatever it is they're doing, and we can go about our business, and unless it becomes a problem, it's not a problem. You, you with me? Yeah, maybe it's unrelated to the lost city under the glacier. Maybe, the exactly. Maybe they're going just... somewhere else. <laughs> Esther, you sound like you know this tiefling. Who is it? Her name is Avarice, and you don't have to worry about her. Can I, I do like a history roll to see if to see if I know who Avarice is or if I recognize the name? You can do a straight intelligence roll because it's been uh, mentioned before. I do as well because I'm in the conversation also, I guess. Um, I don't like the idea of doing like multiple okay. rolls for the same thing because just on the law of averages, you're going to get it. So I think if one person does it, and then we'll see from there. Um, Otherwise, it I... needs to become like a group roll. Mm-hmm. I got a seven, so right. I'm not familiar with it, and I wish I could remember, but I don't. And who, who is Avarice? Why? What do you have that she wants? Several. I, uh... But it's a long story. But you don't have to worry. She's not going to bother us. Kestra, we're going into a 
almost certain death situation right now. I don't want anything hidden from me. I did some work for her. There is still a bounty I have to collect. So she's not going to be a problem. If anything, she might be helpful, because if I die, if we die, she doesn't get what she's looking for. Did you know she'd be following us? Not exactly. I knew she might show up, work. and I didn't think she'd be trailing a mile behind us. Yeah. It's not exactly Just... subtle. I'm like, Just to find order, if, if we die, or if you die, because one of them makes me feel less safe. Mm. Um, do you want to give I me that intelligence roll? <laughs> um, see if you recognize okay. the name Avarice. Uh, buh, buh, buh. Da, 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 da. Plus five. I rolled a 15. So Valen Harpel has mentioned her. So she said there was three of the um, members of the Arcane Brotherhood that came to Icewind Dale in search for the lost city of Netheril. Herself. Zan was the one, was it? Uh, Zan, who was burnt alive, although you did find his simulacrum, and then Avarice. Mm -hmm. Sorry, then Avarice. And then there was also the, the apprentice Nas Lomanta, who um, she was the last owner of the Professor Orb. Did, did they, um, Valorant ever explain what they were planning to do once they found the city? Is it just to become badass, powerful Ring of Wizards again? That was it, wasn't it? Um, I think the idea is the, you know, that you found that tower that was buried in the ice? Yeah, that was discovered in it, and people like looted it for books and the Professor Orb, and it got back to the Arcane Hub um, Brotherhood, and they realised that there was possibly a whole treasure trove of magic items and oh, spellbooks and power and all sorts of stuff. So they came to Icewind Dale look, looking for that, and then they got trapped with Orioles. Right, and that's their. They also okay. they also weren't really like buddy buddy with each other because Not they all kind of like stabbed each other in the yeah. back. Yeah, they're like rivals in a corporate ladder. <laughs> Trying to get that promotion, trying to get the. It's, more, it's more like Amazon rather than Google, then. <laughs> exactly. Don't kick us off Twitch, Jeff Pieces. <laughs> <laughs> He's watching us right now. Okay, Hello. so the the uh, the balloon begins to descend. Right, I'm, I'm sorry, but we're descending here. It's either that or we're going to crash into this bloody wall. Well, if we have nothing to worry about, and I'll look at Kestra, then. I'm okay with it. Zelf is. Yeah. I'm like behind Great. gone looking at Kestra like this going, is that real friend? And is looking <laughs> directly at you. You're not wearing a top. You're not wearing a top. Yeah, I'm, I'm like. You're like. Collarbone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kestra like, is giving know. Graham that look that like a mother gives to somebody. You know, like when, when you're in a restaurant and they're like, how old are you? And like, you know, I'm I'm eight. No, no, you're, you're six. You are six. It's just that yeah, yeah. look of like, no, no. Mm -mm. And I'm like, yeah. Mm -hmm, Stop it. Mm -hmm. Like, be cool, be cool. And he's walking around half naked, despite the yeah. fact it's like minus forty degrees. And yeah. Gon's like, hmm, I wonder who might know who Levis is. Yeah. <laughs> As we descend, technically, I could do that too. Then, couldn't I? I, I think quite a few anyway. of you could do it right now. Like, you've quite a few of you Everybody got resistance to cold. Delta just doubles his body weight in furs and clothing. The rest of you are walking around in fucking lycra. Right, I, I don't know what we're going to do, if, how, how long you need to be here, but I can't stay here for very long. The winds off this bloody glacier are causing havoc with the propeller and the phalange. Any moment we're going to crash. You need to get down now and do whatever you're going to do, otherwise we're going to hit this wall. 
Just make sure and you don't go any slower than 30 miles per hour, or the bomb will explode. No, the, and I just <laughs> what? You've got a bomb on here! <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, uh, technically, uh, I have several things you're classifying as a true. Bomb. Yeah. Right, just get out. <laughs> yeah. Just get out. Kestra will be the first one to go down that ladder, ladder and get down because she wants to start whatever. I don't think she knows exactly what the process is to form that connection to find where they're mm. going. Um, but before she does, she's going to cast false life on herself because hit points. <laughs> With extra hit points, yeah. Do you need to roll yeah. for that or is it just a. Uh, I do. It's seven. I just rolled it in the, the D&D Beyond because it's got a button for it. So it's uh, seven okay. temporary hit points that I, I get there. As Kestra's doing this, Elf has realised he's pissing off the DM. He's going to start doing stretches at the top of the ladder just to get ready for the next <laughs> section. I didn't we haven't got that long. <laughs> I didn't realise that D&D Beyond had that campaign roller now. That's really cool. Uh, so Kestra, <laughs> what do you wish to do to try and break open this glacier? How are you going to approach it? I think she... I know in the description it says that there is a poem um, which acts as a kind of incantation. So I think what she does is she reads that over and I think she's been reading that over in this entire journey trying to memorise it. And I think that she will summon uh, her packed weapon but she'll summon it in the form of that spear that she had when she took that woman's form in one of the trials. Uh, the spear that had all of the, the shells and stuff on the end um, mm. that was used by the lake. Um, and I think that once she has that, once everyone's down and they're there at this glacier, at this ice wall, I think she just kind of closes her eyes and pictures herself as that woman again, like she was by the lake, and just recites that poem while shaking the, the spear in the same way that she did back in the trial, trying to kind of repeat that step and kind of inhabit this woman again to try and break the glacier open. Okay, and as you mutter the same words again and again in your head, they begin to form a concordance, a, a rhythm of words that bear no meaning, but they do have power and you feel yourself separating from your body and you feel yourself entering the realm of death and being pulled into the glacier and as you journey through this I this everlasting ice that has been here for untold years you see a speck of darkness, a fault in the ice, a bubble of darkness which should not be there. And you know that you can use your very life power to join the reality of where you are with the reality of this bubble of darkness within the ice. And all you need to do is power it and you feel yourself kind of falling towards an abyss. And if you wish to cast the spell, I need you to make me a constitution saving throw. I think she does try to, and I think that in, in her mind, she takes that spirit and pushes it towards the darkness as she casts it. Um, so this is um, plus nothing, but I think I have, can I add? Ah, where's my features? 
Can I add this to... Um, I'm also going to add in... I have Dark One's own luck. Okay. So I can add a d10 to my roll, which I'm going nice. to do. <laughs> nice. Um, I don't trust my constitution <laughs> <Me>. <laughs> at all. I'm just quiet, actually uh, paid for advantage for Kestra, so rather than using Dark One's own luck, you might want to roll with a... Oh, or you, yeah. Or you can hold that advantage till later because you rolled a nine. Hold on to the nine. advantage. Thank okay. you, by the way. <laughs> I'll hold on to the advantage. Commander Square. So yeah, 20, 22. I okay, so you will take half damage as your spirit and life force are rendered, and you take 10d6 damage from casting this spell. What? Take, so it's 31 points of damage, so halved um, would be 15. Oh, okay, okay. That's not, that's not horrible. Yes, um, it is. <laughs> I had three hit points. I casted false life first. That was you, you've approached it perfectly. However, you feel yourself falling forward into darkness, and to everyone else, you've seen Kestra kind of just muttering this strange poem under her breath. You could just sort of hear these words against sort of summer and darkness and ice and cold, and then she just collapses forward, unconscious, and the whole world begins to rumble. I will run forward and grab Kestra so that if anything happens, she doesn't fall into a crevice of death. And, and, and not too soon, because the world, so the ice beneath your feet completely rends open, a crevasse falling into darkness, hundreds of feet deep, tearing itself open and further and further and further until it creates this hole that must be a hundred feet in diameter, leading down miles and miles into the Reghead Great Glacier. Estra, you are limp in the real world, but you find yourself in Icewind Dale. However, above you, the stars are shining brightly, and there is a barbarian, a redhead barbarian yurt in front of you, and sitting in front of it is a scarred barbarian queen. Her legs crossed, her face illuminating, illuminated by the flickering flames. Welcome. I am glad you've decided to side with me against Oriel. Sit with me and eat and feel refreshed. And she kind of, she shows respect. She bows and takes a seat again, cross-legged. The rhyme can't continue. No. But if you use the magics you're planning to cast, from this ancient power, Oriel will just, she will just return. You need to make her vulnerable. You need to get her above the clouds. You need to find a way of drawing her Emily enemies to her. I'm not alone. I have friends. I think we can manage it. Um, this might be a silly question. Am I, am I dead? <laughs> not yet. Although there are worse things. 
And she will she will eat the food that is that is there. Where where is this place? Where are we? We are between worlds. I sacrificed everything for Oriel, believing her to be my patron. I brought her back from the dead, believing she would do my tribe what needed to be done. I saw. However, she cares not for us mortals. She murdered your tribesmen and your mother. I know. To get the codicil, we had to do the challenges. We had to live through what you saw. It's perverse. She cares not for her followers. I'm not even if she f sure if she finds it amusing. I'm not sure if she cares. I think all you have done is touch upon her memories. Mm. So but where do I go from here? I have to get back to my friends and tell them this. You are just with me for a moment, a glimpse. I just wanted you to know that I am here. I will lend you what power I have. Thank and you. if you can find a way of breaking the rhyme, you will need everything I can give and all the powers you can bring to your disposal because Oriel will not take death lightly. That she will die. I she hope will. so. Go. We will meet again. And, and the world will bow. And the world fades, and you are facing this enormous tunnel through the ice. Bloody hell, that was pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, in you get. Let's go. We c this is big enough for the airship. That's that's. Let's go. Am I conscious again? Yeah. So, Kestra, you've kind of levered yourself up. Um, you are hurt. The the damage that you've taken, although again cast aside by some of the spells that you've 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 managed to um power you still really feel the cold deep in your soul this isn't like any normal spell you're not using the weave you are literally using your own soul to power this spell and you're not sure how many times you can cast it without losing yourself completely yes are you are you okay She's kind of clutching at her chest and her stomach, and there's, I think it probably gives her this horrible, empty feeling, this just cold chill. Um, I... yes. No, I don't know. I... I saw the... the Barbarian Queen. She said that we have to... we have to get rid of Voria, we have to get her above the clouds, where she's vulnerable. Yeah, um, her... The gods that cast her down, <clears throat> if they see her, if we can break the veil even for a moment, they might come and strike her down. I I don't know how much more I can cast this spell. It, it's like it's drawing from me to, to do it, but... And she's Music's clearly still... in, like, a lot of pain. She's kind of clutching and trying to stand yeah. up right. And... I'll cast Cure Wounds on, on her. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, to see if it alleviates any of her pain 
Um, that is a five plus five, uh, ten. I, I did it in D20 because it's easier just to click the cure wounds spell there. I'm all the way back up. Okay. Nice. Awesome. Is it still drawing from you now, or...? Does it still... Is that how kind of cold, sucking feeling still there in the pit of her stomach? You feel a very deep connection with your with the book itself, and you believe that every time you cast the spell, the the toll or the price will be more. Hopefully... As... Oh, go on. Sorry, I, I just asked answer a question, but... As Alpha sees this happening, he's going to walk over to Lady Penguin, take out his multi-tool, and create the Protector Eldritch Cannon. Hmm. Which uh, is my healing cannon, which we've seen very little of. I, <laughs> <laughs> I used it once, and nobody took damage, so I was like, well, I'm never doing that again. It was boring. So yeah, as a bonus action, I can cast out 1d8 plus 5 temporary hit points uh, on each creature. I have 45 uses of it. Whoa. Yeah, uh, yeah, you can do what now? Okay, <laughs> I mean, you. the uh, Elijah is sort of trying to hurry you back into the uh, into the airship. Do you wish to go, or do you wish to travel this tunnel in, in another way? I mean, if Elijah's willing to fly, I will go with yeah. the airship. I think the airship yeah. is better. Elijah, you've always been so handy at the helm. Honestly, it's nice to be appreciated. It's nice. Thank, Thank you, you, Elijah. We appreciate everything you do for us. Such a different tone you've taken with uh, Elijah since the first time you met him. Remember that? I know, but he's really shown that he can be trusted and that he's helpful. True, true. I mean, I always liked him. If not a little pushy. Hmm? If not a little pushy. Get off the ship or we're going to crash. Maybe insulting our pilot is not a good idea. <laughs> this is feedback. This is I just, I just, I grab Zelfis and just chuck him up into the into the airship. Yeah, Kestra will get in. She's also gonna cast false life on herself again. She can do this at will. And to make sure Zelfis doesn't get upset, I take uh, Lady Penguin under one of my arms and I climb up the ladder. <laughs> Place yeah, I was thinking you just you just chucked Zelfis and he's covered in explosives. <laughs> so you begin to travel through this icy tunnel and again the diameter is enormous and it has a, a an incline of maybe only 10 or 20 degrees but the further you travel the more you become aware of the weight of ice above you it's pitch black but the lanterns on the airship and and the, your own lights reflect in a an unusual and disturbing way against the the melted glacier around you and the sound from your voices and the thrum of the airship again echo disturbingly and you have this unruly sense of disquiet of wrongness and as you get deeper and deeper and deeper you feel you're approaching something dreadful particularly those of you that control any kind of magic, there is a tear in the weave ahead, something which you feel deep in your soul. So? Being prepared... Oh, go on. Oh. There you go. I just stopped that sentence, because we have Professor Scant, <laughs> if that was going. Um, 
Right. So, oh, uh, no, sorry. Sorry, uh, wrong voice. I started standing like your friend Elijah there for a second. <laughs> it's addictive, his caxon, I tell you. Are you not Elijah? What's going no, on? No, you're talking uh, to Professor Orb. Yeah, this Professor Scant has a name. He has a name. Even. Um, now I've got to his voice. You never told me about what, what is this experience? There's like well, pressure. I can feel there's a, a disturbance in the fourth. <laughs> in the, the weave is there's <laughs> there's two possibilities. The first one is that the Mithalar, the the heart of the city, has somehow been broken, and is is putting out waves of of, of, of raw magical power. The second one is more disturbing. I mean that it's the spindle itself, that artifact from Lost Astoria, is causing this disruption in the weave. I worry it will happen to you mortals as you approach. Fingers crossed. It's a small little, I don't know, one foot tear in the mithril neck in the cast mending, right? No. I would say linger not. The longer you spend close to this, this terrible terrible power, the more likely it is that your bodies are going to be torn or changed. Cool. So we're still talking in like half-truths and riddles. Any any advice other than, oh, beware the like, any, any actual helpful stuff? Well, I mean, if you have some sort of magic or artifact that can protect you from wild magic or the raw... The powers of the weave, then maybe use that. If you don't, then, you know, be quick. Okay, cool. That is helpful. <laughs> I will just have to be quick, I guess. That's really helpful. I mean, I'm sorry for the sass. <laughs> <laughs> it was um, an outside Elijah... conversation or an internal one? Oh, no, that's everyone. Okay. The, the, the word of <laughs> wild magic, gone in a past life, gets a shiver. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it can turn people blue. <laughs> turn them into Mr. Manhattan or Dr. Manhattan. So I want to double check, Joe. The Mithalar is what Avarice was talking about, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, basically everyone in this entire campaign is after this this huge artifact. It, it can do anything, pretty much. It's a, it's a very, very powerful thing. But are they looking for the full construction of the Mithral or the small spindle thing? The small spindle, and they can make their own Mithral, does it? The spindle is a separate thing altogether. The spindle seems to be as what what took down the city um while researching oh, it it disrupted all magic on the on the floating city even as powerful as the mithalar and that's what i'm after right i thought they Every, made the mithalar you don't know about the spindle the only person that knows about the spindle is is self is the mithalar okay. is what you've been directed to the yeah. spindle is a separate thing altogether mm -hmm. i think going along for the four days i would have explained about the spindle and everything because I, I don't think self has any reason to hide anything He's kind of weirded out by his topless friend, but, like, doesn't suspect it's anything nothing. other. <laughs> he's finished it for a few days, and he, he's a weaker mind individual who can't handle it. He's having PTSD breakdown. So if, if you're having those discussions, then um, the professor or Professor Scant will probably say something like, Right, um, if you do make it into the Tower of Iralathas, there is a... It's difficult to describe because it's not like a real place. It's... A whole separate thing but there is a way of moving around it and there is a room within there which holds the spindle and the spindle will be locked inside a stasis field 
I would suggest not disrupting it, or you will destroy all magic in the city. Or at how least pause contain, it. Without a stasis field, how can one contain the spindle? Well, judging by the fact my um, betters within the city, and he sort of gives out a bit of a sigh, didn't I manage will. to, I guess you probably can't. I mean, they were ancient, primitive spellcasters, and that's happened in the last 1800 years. I don't really like that word. Primitive. I have a hive's jacket now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when we're talking about any kind of civilization, I think that the word primitive is is rather a derogatory one. But when you're talking about a civilization that controlled magics that are only dreamt of nowadays, it, it is completely the wrong word. Okay, sorry, not primitive. This orb is really full uh, of himself. Well, I mean, let's call it. I mean. <laughs> So legendary? Are they made up stories, tall tales? Mythical. Mythical, yeah. Okay, mm. so this for fairy tales. I gotcha, I gotcha. Make I mean, believe. Salva's we, skeptical of a sudden. <laughs> we were only outmatched by the fairim themselves, those creatures of null magic that well anyway, I would rather not speak of such monstrosities. Um, is there any chance of them being here? Yeah, that's the same question. No, no, I, I believe there's a, a, an example of, you know, a body of one in, 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 um, locked in the vault of the library. I think I even saw it once, but, but no, no, not a live one. No, they were, they, they must have been destroyed centuries ago. Otherwise, life on the, the realms as you know it wouldn't exist. Much like all legends you tell kids. Yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> Mystical stories. Um, I guess, I mean, I don't want to go into too much history, but if anyone wants to do an arcana roll, you may have heard of the Pharaoh. Well, I've been studying the rhyme, so can I do a history roll? Like, I've been studying how to break the rhyme and all yeah, this yeah. crap. His history will definitely come about, yeah. Cool, because that's a plus nine. Let's go with that. Man, roll 20 is running slow this evening. Add a B. Uh, 16 total. My God, what a bad roll. It's nine, wow. Okay, so you don't know much about the Pharim, but the pieces that you've managed to gather together from ancient texts and talking to sort of undead wizards in the sort, um, you will have learned that the Pharim were a long, funnel-shaped creature that could destroy magic at a touch. They lived in the Underdark and they were the ultimate um, the, the ultimate nemesis to Netheril, which was a civilization built upon magic. Oh, okay. they were uh, being they were a race of magic wizard hats. But that sounds like a long cone they, shape. They sort of like um, they were they were the very Funnel long, shaped. yeah, so about about fifteen foot long. At the front was a huge mouth. At the back was a sting. Um, There's sort of little number of arms and legs. Um, they were at a horrendous monstrosity from ancient times, and it's good that they seem to have been extinct because um, they seem, were a real scourge of the world. Stop saying seem, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the definitive article show here. We right? only deal in... <laughs> Absolutes. Yeah. Um, so, with the, the pressure or stress that the magic users are feeling, do we feel like 
is it like omnipresent everywhere like or is it this side of our body it it's more intense because it's originating from that direction within the city what's the kind of um vibe? it's difficult to describe because obviously you use another sense to detect the arcane but it's almost like tinnitus this kind of like uncomfortable buzzing sound that the closer you approach netheral or whatever city it is uh, etherin the more intense it is and i guess graham you see your three companions or four companions with um um, elijah becoming increasingly uncomfortable like raising their voices as if they're trying to speak over a sound and i'm trying to mimic it and as an actor i'm like how how's reginald faring not good i imagine he seems okay. They seem okay. fine. Can Kestra go out to the deck of the ship now we're moving through this tunnel with this strange feeling about magic? Um, she just wants to try casting Eldritch Blast off into, like, against one of the walls. Maybe there's a, a bit of ice jutting out just to see if mm. it's actually, like, this feeling that they're getting, if it's actually going to affect them doing anything. I think strictly, you actually can't cast Eldritch Blast on a thing. I think, according to the oh, rules, you have to cast it. Well, but did anything I happen think, when I cast Cure Wounds? But I think, rule of cool, you can cast it on a thing. <laughs> I think She's not rules, trying to, like, specifically damage it. She just wants to see if anything feels off casting. Yeah, r- rule of, uh, rules as intended. I'm sorry, you can, I really it, do it, like the idea of Kester just waiting, just standing on, just being uh, out there waiting, oh, waiting uh, until, like, a tiny lizard or something this. pops in and then just blasting uh, it, because that's the only time she could. Sorry, it's been a few weeks. I've forgotten how to... Um, like but what, what I'll say is, is there doesn't appear to be a wild magic zone, so it, it functions as you'd expect. It's not more powerful, or less powerful, and there's no unexpected effects. If that's what you were kind of edging towards. Yeah, However, she just to, to see now how that you're on the deck, you do notice two things. About two hundred feet ahead, buried in the ice, are two objects the first one appears to be an enormous iron head like a a myrmidon soldier um sort of a bronze or copper statue half embedded in the ice and the second thing seems to be a tower the or at least the top of the tower has been sheared off and again is embedded into the ice ahead i think she shouts down to the lower deck there's something in the ice there's a there's a tower and a a giant head? Come up here and look. Okay. So, so I'm, I'm going to pop up and take a look. Graham, I mean, at least put on some armor. We could get into a fight at any stage. <laughs> Please put oh, some clothes yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I put on my, my big coat. I guess it's my leathers. Um, it's like a parka. Um, but I still Can have I it kind of open. It's all good. <laughs> These things appear to be ruins, like um, broken remnants of of the city but i guess a clue you're on the right track is can, is, can that orb tell us anything is this the, the I, tower I mean, you were talking about you don't think so and again you felt a connection with the the city of etherin and you know that the tunnel will lead you there and you're close but not this you're not there yet that's kestra not me you're talking to right yeah yeah Sorry, what do you want to say, Owen? No, I was just making sure that it was Kestri or Santa. Yeah. I, I, I don't think this is what we're looking for. I think we need to keep going deeper. 
Mm. And whatever it's causing, I I just I find it hard to think. It's like a headache, a pain. There's there's something affecting my magic. Spells still work though. Nothing weird happened when I casted one a minute ago. Yet. I think we need to find this. See if the the oh, what's the word it's called? It's not the spin, but the other one. Sorry, Mithalar. Mithalar. Or the Mithalar. If, if, we need to find this Mithalar and, and see if it's damaged and causing. If, if if it's the reason the city has been lost, causing his anguish. Drive on deeper, I guess. I say to kind of Elijah. As you pass over the the, the great iron head, um, the professor of speaks up and goes. That, very interesting. The city is guarded by a number of enormous iron golems, and that is the head of one. Do we have to worry about it? Um, well, normally I'd say no, but as you're not a member of the Netheril Enclave or a Wizard of the Ebon Star, then I'd suggest that staying away from a 50-foot-high iron golem is probably a good idea, even if it has lost its head. But you are, right? Sure, sure. I, I I would suspect that in my current condition, I would not be recognized as such. Huh. Also, you were just a lowly barbarian. Oh, uh, yes, a, a librarian. <laughs> librarian. 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 Oh. <laughs> librarian. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the, the journey continues on for a number of hours until... The tunnel opens into a vast grotto enclosed in gleaming ice. And Aram, if you wouldn't mind, could you show the necropolis of Ethrin? Consigned to this frozen sepulchre is a fantastic mm -hmm. city sculpted by ancient magic. It is illuminated in a haunting way with flickering green and purple lights. The city is tilted, um, I would say at like 40 degrees, like at an obscene angle, and its spires lean away from you as if recalling from your present. You float above a causeway of frost-covered ice that stretches toward the city like a dead frozen tongue of some hideous beer moth out of whose mouth you've just stepped. And you gaze upon its strange encyclopean wondrousness. In the center is an enormous, multi-towered fortress or building that rises 15 foot high above the disk of the city. Numerous strangely shaped buildings meet your eye and almost hurt it with their unnatural wonder. The buzzing sound increases to almost deafening crescendo and then suddenly stops, and the three casters almost fall over with the, the change of pace, and I need all of you, including Graham, um, to make me a constitution saving throw. Oh. Actually, could have thought of it. I, can actually, I can actually use my correct saving throw, which I've realized I've not used right at any point in this campaign so far. And don't forget, uh, uh, Virginia, you have advantage. Oh, yeah, no, using that advantage up right now. 
<laughs> I got a 14 plus 3, a 17. Uh, it's going to be uh, 19 with a draw. Nice. I got a 9 plus 6, 15. I got a 5 plus, plus 1. No. That's because you didn't have your I'll top on. <laughs> I'll give, yeah. give a class of genius and realize that uh, as as I see the, the ship kind of uh, shake and like move, I'm going to knock uh, Graham to the ground because really I think it's more stable to be on the ground. Like basically dive on him, try to put him on the ground so he doesn't fall off the I'd, ship. Or, I'd better or roll down. for Elijah as well, actually. So you're up to a plus 11. Oh, or 11. oh gosh. Elijah, so both Graham and Elijah um, seem to have this sort of mute, this strange effect on them. It's like they're out of focus, and looking at them hurts your eyes. Anyone who failed, so you need to, if anyone else get below 14. Oh, 14. Oh, fuck. Waste of flashback inspiration on your (laughs) card. Sorry. (laughs) You're right. Uh, I didn't know none of us. And and you feel like you're out of out of step. Everything is out of sync. When someone speaks, they either go faster or slower than they should do. Um, every step feels off balance. You really this don't is feel very disorientating. Well, whoa, I don't feel so good. Can does Kestra recognize what's happened to them? Um, can you give me an arcane arcana check? You've heard of events where there's been a serious magical catastrophe um, where people take on terrible, terrible effects from being out of sync with the weave. Um, This was particularly prevalent during the time of troubles and during the spell plague, but you don't know any more details. And gradually, Graham and um, Elijah's forms come in sync with each other. Um, and I just want you to remember, Graham, that you failed this check. So if I ask you again, do remind me can, that you failed. Can I now yeah. wield Elijah as a Vorpal weapon? No. <laughs> <laughs> so be I, 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 cool I, it's it's a meta question, Joe, because I don't think it applies. But lesser restoration removes a condition, but condition is more like blinded, deaf, and paralyzed poison, right? Um, so Graham and Elijah are currently not under any conditions. Okay, that's fine. Um, um are you okay, Graham? You don't look too good. I my normal look. You speak. You speak well. No. This is this is amazing. We've returned to the lost city of Ethren. Look there in the center. And he points this like fifteen hundred foot tall tower. There you are, the Tower of Iralathus. And at it's pointing right here an orb. And you realize that you're pointing, Salfis. Oh. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> there you are. Like at its heart. The Mithalar. We must journey there quickly. Come, come, come. For how advanced you are, it's kind of a dingy looking place. But yes, okay, let's go. Oh, and I was the one saying primitive is mean. You're just saying you're all, this is ugly. I mean, I never called them ugly. 
I do wonder what happened to all the inhabitants here. I mean, hopefully some of them managed to survive, although obviously 2,000 years is a long time, but maybe not for uh, Iwalathas. Maybe mm. he'll be in his tower. Although Ron maybe will with... take a handful of dirt or sand. Uh, maybe, like, it's probably... The, 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 the flying ship probably has, like, sandbags on the side to weigh it down for when it needs to land. He'll take a handful full of sand from that and like throw it up above us and cast it past the trays so yes we all have passwords out of the trays is cast on us all right now nice. so plus 10 to dex checks Mr. Scant uh, question Professor actually uh, Professor yeah um, this Eorlaphras uh, lich he's a good lich right? I would say Never. those those like you and I whose intellects surpass those of the average mortal punitive white and black good and evil no longer apply to us there only is knowledge and that and and that which we can apply to improve the lives of everyone you know you talk about a single person what do they matter when such as us can improve the lives of whole civilizations I can't say I've ever agreed with that sentiment, but it does feel like smashing this orb might apply. I mean, you've you got some crazy rhetoric, uh, Professor Scant. He sort of pauses for a moment and goes, oh, well, not not everyone has the foresight to agree with what I'm saying, obviously, but Evil Arthas would, would agree wholeheartedly, I'm sure. I mean, look, rich with foresight you did something didn't see you coming into an orb like that, that's not called the question people's foresight here buddy i don't i don't want to argue I'm apples and oranges stuff him, back, stuff, stuff him back in the bag as he's saying apples <laughs> and oranges <laughs> he's getting the same treatment that gong gave it eventually which is just like whenever he's taking like, a shot in his pocket he's like this guy's the worst orb is really pissing me off <laughs> I, I, right. I told you himself is he's he's a piece of shit <laughs> yeah. While this yeah. is uh, going on, can Kestra move a little bit away on on that top deck and grab the sending stone that's around her neck to Avarice? Mm. Okay. Um, and she wants to see if she can contact her. Yeah, you absolutely can. So you send your thoughts through. What do you wish to say? I think she just says, "Are you are you there? Because we're here and we know where the Mithalar is, but there's something wrong with magic in this place." Also, following Amar behind is not very subtle. We'll be there soon. See what you can discover and report back when you've learned more. Just be careful coming through here. There's something not right. A tear in the weave or something. The Mithalar could be damaged. Understood. We will proceed with caution. We'll see you soon. She'll, uh... Get back to the group and prepare to. I guess we're going down there. Yep. Like, can I still move, or am I just? No, I just feel... you're. You feel normal now. But as, as I said, I want you to remember that you failed. Okay. Just to rub it in. You yeah. failed. <laughs> you are a failure. And you should feel bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you were asked to roll so above a certain number, you did not achieve that number. Feel um, <laughs> I made sure that when I cast Pass Without a Trace, by the way, that um, Elijah was included in that uh, 
you know, within the radius of the uh, spell. Mm -hmm. So right now the the airship is hovering um, on the edge of this enormous cavern. And Elijah turns to you all and goes, right, I could probably fly this thing over there. And if that's what you want me to do, I'm well up for that. But I'm not sure how safe it is. But I'll follow your guidance. What do you think? Maybe if we stay as out of line of sight as of that tower in the middle as possible, or at least any windows on it, if that's where this lich might live. So that tower that looks like... 10 times bigger than anything else in the city that's covered in windows. You want me to stay out of line of sight of that? I mean, I could go under the city if you want me to try that. Of any windows that we can see that are openly looking in this direction, if there's buildings we could pass behind. I didn't ask for your attitude, Elijah. I'm trying to make a suggestion for a game plan. He's a druid. (laughs) So he seems this is a very big orc. He doesn't get how windows work. So Elijah comes with additional sprinkling of sass. That's simply the default. He always has. I think Kesha jokes, what? You mean in all those upgrades you didn't manage to pay people enough food to fit some kind of invisibility cloak on this? Disappointing. Funny enough, a whole load of like starving villages didn't happen to have a giant invisibility cloak spare, but if they would, I'm sure they would have given it away for a can of tuna. You're telling me that town had no thing hands. Right, whatever, oh, I'm going. Top road. Anyway, let's move on. I'm blushing. Wow. <laughs> so, Elijah, what I was saying is, see all those other buildings? Maybe stay behind them so we're not in line of sight of the big tower. All right. Where do you want me to go? I'll point in a direction. <laughs> oh, just get us low enough to get off this goddamn ship. Too <laughs> yeah. I mean, we should probably right go now, on you're... foot. So do you wish to go on the airship, or do you wish to go on foot? I think going against the streets and go on foot is kind of what sounds yeah, like. Yeah, okay. sounds like it might be safer. Yeah, the if, the airship might draw a bit more attention. Yeah, we, we got also, a... Also, uh, Pass Without a Church doesn't work on an airship. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I said we were given a version of... Are you sure that's what you want to do? You know, this is... It's pretty obvious. Yeah, right? that's, that's subtle dual guiding hand. <laughs> Where do you want to go, then? And keep Elijah flying the airship just around the city, because at least then attention's good, not yeah, on yeah. us. Yeah, we're <laughs> gonna to get out. We're gonna Elijah. get out, and he's gonna fly like maybe a quarter of a mile away, and then we're just gonna see a big blast from the tower come out and blow up Elijah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the cobalt that I, you know, wasn't mad about. That's sassy, yeah, prick. <laughs> <laughs> so, in a map that we can see. Do we want to go for the what, the, the kind of cityscape on the left that has the big um, branch going up to the tower, or do we want to go for the one on the right that leads directly into the Mithalar? I said we go straight to the Mithalar. We know what we're here for. Who? I, I assume that's where my weird bond with this book city thing is leading me, right? So your your bond has led you here. You no longer feel any connection to it, and your the the sort of ripped parts of your soul have been returned to you, um, or at least those of the the parts that have survived. That's not ominous at all. <laughs> it's rough. Sounds bad. What does it mean? I don't know, but don't forget, Curran, you failed. I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Because Joel is probably going to forget. <laughs> it's not important, right? It's not important at all. Oh, That's why it never no. happened. Anyway, so I guess we'll, <laughs> we'll jump off uh, 
I guess just off where the tongue of ice meets the city and make our way mm -hmm. towards the middle there. Um, so the Elijah's airship lifts off and begins to float during a circumference of this enormous disc. Um, and you walk towards the city. Um, as you approach the enormous shape of this, this tower in the center, which has been identified as the Tower of Virolathas, um, looms above you. Um, obviously, the whole city is on this angle, this tilt. But when the first of you step upon it, gravity is adjusted and suddenly it seems to rest along the plane of the horizontal. Gravity has been adjusted just for you, or at least for the city itself. Oh, wow. This is an interesting feeling, isn't it? Creepy, yeah. And you're going down an escalator and you look directly at the wall across from you and it's just kind of like... Yeah. <laughs> a really weird feeling of vertigo you get. It's like, ooh. Cabin's um, turned sideways. It's a fascinating, fascinating, uh, um, To your right, there appears to be a, a depressed area, maybe 200 feet long and 50 foot wide. And from it, um, numerous poles, each themselves maybe like 20 or 30 foot high, um, jut out from it like sort of trees bare of leaves and arced lightning shoots across them. Um, to your left is a huge gathering of buildings, hundreds of them towering above you, three, four and five stories. Um, in the center of them, there is this kind of tendril that reaches down a thousand foot from the top of the tower, reaching in this arc, this rainbow of stone into the center of this gathering of buildings. Where do you wish to go? Um, obviously, there is this path, this road, which goes straight ahead um, hundreds of feet directly to the tower, beneath which you can see this glowing ball of the Mithalar itself. Well, the metal is like... underneath the tower. Is that? Oh, that is, yeah. Like, yeah. We're going to need to look for the spindle and the, and the mithalar. But like, I assume whatever is in that tower is going to be of value and knowledge and may help us. So maybe we—I don't know—do we split up and someone maybe checks out and he points it to the kind of tendril bridge and see if we can, you know, maybe we can get to the top of the tower that way, or do all four of us go to the middle hour and deal with that? I think I, uh, I can go check on the Mithalar. I'll if go you guys with wanna, Yeah, if, if you want to see if there's another way into the tower. Why? I get that the spindle is important, but isn't getting to the Mithalar and breaking the rhyme our first and foremost goal here? Yes, it is, but the spindle cause this city to fail and, and maybe stops the Mithalar from working. Plus, the the spindle something... came, the Mithalar stopped. It may be a coincidence. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of fairy tales and legends about this place. But if anything happens to the Mithalar, if we try to use that to break the rhyme before the spindle is set, the city isn't floating. The city plummets into whatever's beneath it. Water, ice, who knows? With us on it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, Gan, I, it, it's up to you. Do you want to go as a group to the middle or do we want to split up? I'm going to go meta here because 
realistically gone. He doesn't trust Kestra right now because of the fact that she hid Aravis away and Aravis has been following us the whole time. And he definitely does not trust Graham, who's been walking Why? around with his top off for the last four <laughs> days in <laughs> negative. The weird uh, flex, that's all. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Yeah, the, the reason I didn't use that is because I don't think Zelf is, is aware or as concerned. He's going to want to get the rhyme to stop. Just fixing my camera, sorry. Yeah. It sounds um, like maybe Kestra and Graham are gonna head down this enormous road um towards the Mithalar itself, which sort of rests mm -hmm. beneath the tower, this huge open area beneath the tower. And it sounds like Gon and Zalfiz are gonna head through these buildings to your left to where this but it's, this... it's Nia's decision or Gon's. No, yeah, Gon is going Gon will go with Zalfiz. Um Okay, because that's just what... if you want to go with them. Yeah, no, no. But while, once we're like out of kind of earshot of the other two, uh, Gon is going to explain. It's like, um, I mean, I didn't say anything before now in case anything happened, but I think that Graham has a pact with um, a demon that I unwittingly have also made a pact with. <clears throat> okay, cool. My first question is going to be, why would you think that? But do you have a very strong reason to believe that? Oh, okay. I Why spoke... are you now telling me you have a pact with a demon and not like... Wait, how, when? We were only in Brinchland. When, when, I, when I fell from the, the white dragon and I died, I was brought back by what I thought might have been Oriel. Um, like two weeks you've had a pact with <laughs> You've not told me for two whole weeks that you're a demon person? I on? didn't know then. I thought it was Oreo that had resurrected me, but... Um, oh, wait, I thought you told me to pact with <laughs> You think that's better? Sorry, I'm, I'm not, not with there, you, Graham. I'm just I'm furious right now. <laughs> because it didn't seem relevant at the time, and also he's not going to like tell you because you probably just turn relevant. on him like. This is there was, we're, we're there, was, there was no there was no repercussion. Every night we're trying to stop her, and you're like, it's not relevant. I've met I that person. There, there didn't seem to be any negative repercussions. I didn't feel any different. I didn't. There was no there was no strings attached. Let's say so. I didn't feel like. No strings attached. This isn't a one night stand. You've made a pact with what turned out to be a demon, not the <laughs> evil god of the plane. Exactly. So that's where the problem is. Um, when I went to see my home, I spoke with one of the gods from outside this the rhyme, and they explained Wait, whoa, whoa, that. Whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on. I didn't say anything in the ship. Which god? I didn't... Which god? There's a lot of gods, a lot of demons. Uh, a lot of right now. My, so you... my leaky. Okay, so you, you've made a pact with my leaky. No, not a pact. She's just a god. Who you made I, a pact with then? Um, Levistus. He's one of the demon lords of hell. Oh. <laughs> Lord of this the is a lot. And just for the record, it's likely that he knows that I'm telling you all of this right now. The reason I didn't say it before now is in case he tried to act. I don't know if he could take control of Graham. My the, the goddess I spoke to explained that because I'm strong of will, he might not be able to take control of me, but you know Graham as well as I do. You, you know... A weak, weak individual. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I... I don't know what they're going to do with the Mylar... Um, Mylathar, but... If it's being affected by the spindle, I can only imagine it will be worse being affected by the spindle than it will be without it. So if we can stop whatever's happening with the spindle 
and get there before they do anything bad. But it's up to you. What do you want to do? Zalfiz just strolls over like to a little bench and sits down and starts like rubbing the back of his neck. He's just like hyperventilating. <laughs> takes out a small takes little a paper bag. It's like a small little aerosol, like Bax rescue remedy. Just a little bit of spray lavender <laughs> just about trying to calm himself. He's like, there's a, there's, there's, this is a lot to process. So you thought you made a pact with the evil goddess who's controlling the whole Dale. Turned out it was a demon prince of hell. Which is better. Mm -mm. And then you spoke no, to a god in the woods where you grew up. Goddess. God, oh, sorry, goddess. I don't want to be offensive in this situation. Um, <laughs> and she's like, you're super tough. Don't worry about the demon prince. Um, no, she did not say don't worry about it. The reason okay. I didn't mention anything before now is because I'm still worried about it. Okay. But and, and Graham, you believe, is also... Uh, committed to this prince because because have you seen his behavior since since the um Grim Grimskull or whatever the hell that was called was it Grimskull? Wait a second yeah. does this mean you both died? Um I was I at least on the survived. verge You said you survived the you just flew off the dragon you said Look 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 Long story short. More, more lavender spray. <laughs> so, what do you think? Do you think we should go and investigate the spindle, or should we follow those two, but silently see if they do anything? This is... Well, look, I... And can I take out the orb? Sure. Um, look, <laughs> how much is did you hear? <laughs> Just look at this. This neighborhood has been despoiled okay, over okay. there. Is the oh God the, the, the Tower of the Arcane? And there's there's my library. Oh, for God's sake! Oh, oh gosh! Scant, scant. Focus. Oh no, no, no! You focus. Look at that building there. And there is this enormous building that has been rent asunder. That's where the faceless ones were stored. They were held there. Oh God damn it! They're, we are in big trouble. I, I suggest we just leave right now. No, we need to get out of here. There... <laughs> that's the least of my worries. The, the faceless the... ones, that's not the least of your worries. You know what these things are. Uh, they, they could be here now. We need to get out of here. Look, the spindle. I just got a question about the spindle. The spindle is more powerful than the Mithlar? Hide somewhere, and then I'll tell you about the goddamn spindle in the night hells. And the, the, the faceless... bag with the orb. <laughs> Um, okay, he's no help. I as as annoying as he is, is of his, these faceless ones, <laughs> they, if this city that could float the sky was afraid of them, then I think we should be afraid of them. Uh, I, uh, yeah, Let's okay, hide, I'm, and then ask that orb more questions. I, no, I, I think we just, we take the initiative here, and maybe we just trail behind Kestra and Graham and see what they're up to, and just if they find us we're like oh we couldn't get up into the tower but we don't want them to see us and see what they're up to okay so the first thing we do when we're approaching is stealth right with the past we all have plus 10 we all have plus 10 yeah, yeah, but why, I, mean, I would imagine that we would stealth because we are walking through a weird ancient city I don't have plus city. 10 I have no idea you do a pass I have plus straight. 22 to stealth. What are you talking oh. about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you no. think you're going to try and follow Graham and Kestra? <laughs> you got to find us first, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So Ooh, could you both actually, roll for stealth and let's see if, if you go on. Before we go, can I let me actually just check if I've got two more in I think I have two more infusions left. Can I um take out just a bit of strip tear a bit of leather off my water skin and like try and infuse it to become boots of elven kind is boots cloaks of elven kind which is the stealth one you tell me it's your cloak 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 there we go um, and give one to both myself and gotten sure okay so we have an advantage on dexterity you've got a cloak of elven kind Ooh, cool we have I'll try, advantage I'll try my on stealth and stealth advantages. I only advantages got 31, stealth. so that's how oh. you gotta be. So plus that a trace is plus 10, right? It's plus 10, yeah. To, what, to whatever you have. Jesus Christ, advantage on a plus 10 roll. That's I was just 12. Okay, so, so we are um, rolling this way. No, 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 so those two have disappeared to, in the direction of the Mithalar, and you need to beat 27 on perception or investigation if you want to try and track them. Oh, also, they can't be tracked by anything but uh, magical means. So. <laughs> oh, okay, so you I, probably, I assume you, you shit out of luck. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're running away from the face once up that rainbow concrete thing. It's, it's gonna, basically this, <laughs> there's this huge arch which goes from the center of the neighborhood you're in up hundreds and hundreds of feet to about two thirds of the way up this tower. Well, do you want to fly? South is. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. You just said that like, in front of every storm we've ever watched. It's like, he pulled out a doobie. <laughs> we can walk there or fly. <laughs> um, actually, I was thinking of Aladdin, like, he uh, put out his hand, like, do you trust me? Do you me? trust me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like, we'll fly. That sounds like a good idea. Cool. Um, I will shape shift into a giant eagle and. Yeah, we'll try to kind of fly up on the outside part going up towards so that it, make, even though make there sure is window windows all over, yes, even though there's <laughs> windows around it, try to avoid as many as possible. Okay, um, you discover that when you're in your beast-shaped form wearing this thorned crown, you can communicate with Zalfiz telepathically. Oh, fuck, that's awesome. Um, so you also discover, um, so um, Niall can, as Gon can communicate with you when he's in beast form now, because he's got this oh, cool. uh, artifact. When you approach what? the central tower, you discover a dome of magic surrounding the entire thing, a force field that will not allow anyone to approach within at least 100 feet of it. Mm. I like. Do I just smack Some into it? Thunk into it like a pigeon into a window. <laughs> he just flies right into it. He does it a couple of times because he's burned. He doesn't. It takes a while to register. Like and then you kind of like, yeah, yeah, you can loody tunes into it and then slide down the side. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> like that sound of like just a hand going down a window. <laughs> Uh, let's move the camera to uh, Kestra and Graham as you approach the the, the force field along the the main uh, main I guess it'd be street through the city. Um, the whole city is covered with this smoky miasma of green and purple, 
Um, it has no smell, and breathing it in doesn't seem to have any sensation. But the fog obscures sight and gives this sense of unease, which you can't help but feel. And on either side, there's there's movement. But every time you kind of look, there's nothing there other than the shadows, which seem to be floating uh, or, or reflecting these this sort of drifting fog. As you get closer, you see in the centre of this enormous causeway is an enormous tower. And Kestra being, um, or, or having knowledge of the arcane, you notice the enormous symbol on, on the front of it being that of conjuration. Um, bisecting this tower is this force field which surrounds the enormous central tower which is this 15 foot 100 1500 foot tall um central pillar almost and around the tower of conjuration you see hands each one five foot in diameter and I think you've probably seen this cast before. These are Bigby's hands, or at least that's what they look like. Ooh. And there's four of them floating around near, maybe about 100 foot above you near the tower's top. So we have to get past this force field to get to the the Mithlar, right? Yeah. You can see the Mithlar a couple of hundred feet away beneath this enormous tower. How do we get to Kestra? I don't know, but I'm not going to try and touch that force field, that magic. I suspect that most of this magic is far beyond anything that we can directly counter. Ooh. Ooh. Hmm. I have a, I have a question, Joe. Mm. Um, how much would Kestra know about the ethereal plane? Because it's like a um, mirror plane, right? It exists yeah. in the same space. You know that walls of force do persist in the ethereal plane okay okay that plans out the window then um is this because you know what it is is that one <laughs> uh she uh the 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 cool nightmare horse thingy statue i have turns into a nightmare and they can enter and exit the material plane at will uh, ethereal plane at will but Jesus. if this extends into it then that make we can't go around it Okay. Um, I've got asshole orb. You're getting all this cool shit. <laughs> Does it look like from where we are that there is an obvious source of this wall of force? Yeah, like Zalfis and the orb of Sass. <laughs> um, give me a perception check. Um, How far away do you want to stop from the wall of force, by the way? Are you like five foot away or are you a hundred foot away? Like, how do you picture it? <laughs> it was five, probably not hundred. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not within touching distance. I think I okay. think we're about two hundred feet away. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like like twenty feet. Okay. Far enough that. Um, I've forgotten what I was rolling for now. No, I have no idea. Um. Actually, before I do that, uh. Am I a... I don't count as... Oh, it'd be Dispel Magic. Different spell. Okay. Um, I was rolling to see if there was a source. That was it. Okay. Was it perception, perception. or investigation? It'd be perception. Perception. Okay. Uh, I, th I thought you were going to say, oh, I'm just going to cast Dispel Magic. I'm like, what? what no, I don't. I, I have counter spell, <laughs> not Dispel Magic. That's 11. Hmm. It doesn't seem to be a source. It disappears. 
off to the left and right and high up in the tower above you. Um, but of the, you can only see the shimmer when it interacts with this fog, and you can't see where it, if it has a source at the top of the tower or if there's a generator somewhere, you just can't see it anywhere. Do I see are. a part of the structure that is scalable away from the force field? The force field completely encloses the structure. Okay. The, the about... central tower of Iralathas, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what about the... Uh... The original, um, uh, sorry, the, the way that uh, Gon and Zalfus had gone, that would have been like a, a scalable way to get to the top of the tower? There is this like stone arch. I mean, it, yeah. I say arch, it's, it's not the best way of describing it. It's It must be, I don't know, 30 foot in diameter, and it starts mm. high up on the Tower of Iolathas and then descends down this enormous arch and disappears somewhere amongst the buildings to your left. You have a very good feeling about this force field, um, Graham. You don't think it can stop you. You don't know why you know that or why you think that, but there's, you just have a very good feeling about it. You know what, Kestra? I've got, I've got a feeling about this. I think I can... Just let me try something. Just, just watch, right? And I walk forward slowly and I put my hand out and I try and touch off the force field. Which hand do you put forward? My left hand, because I'm right-handed. <laughs> <laughs> so I asked specifically because you were given a boon, or at least a mark, on one of your hands. It was my right hand, yeah, not my left. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Hand's gone. <laughs> <laughs> the one-handed wonder. <laughs> so there is a flash... And this flash, like, arcs across the entire force field. And there is a chance that Gon and um, Zalfiz see this. Um, so I'd like you both to roll me perception. But when your hand touches it, the force field begins to break. And in around a five-foot diameter circle, there is a hole in the force field. Kestra sees this. And with Graham standing there, grabs the back of him and just pushes him through with her. Just like, we're not going to stop and talk about it. We're just going to go. <laughs> right, we're in. <laughs> okay. Um, did it, did any of you get above um, 12, um, Owen or no? So is a, tw is a no. 12 a pass or not? 12 is a pass. Because I got a 12. I got a 7 plus 5. Um, so then you notice the force field flash for a moment. And the flash, the arc, seemed to originate in the direction of this sort of great road that cuts the city into, um, where Graham and Kestra disappeared to, and it, it arced around the entire force field. I always think there's like a ripple of static or electricity goes through the whole force field, is it? Exactly, yeah, 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 which originated at the sort of base of the force field around where that road is. And is it like, so the force field like responding to repair itself, or is it like, a weakness like it might be failed for a second echoing out in a ripple like a, an electrical flash across the entire thing which arced around it and then okay. disappeared but the force field's still there um I, I think our friends may have met the force field or who knows passed through it did you, did you see that we can't hear you now yeah you've muted, muted. um I didn't see anything but um, Weird. should we go? 
as an eagle. I mean, eagle eyes and all that, but okay. Oh, yeah, I should have had advantage on perception. Ooh, I don't yeah. know if you get that hint, but anyway. No, um, I, I guess we don't have any other option to... <laughs> <laughs> really go yeah, I, I mean, yes, I did see it actually. <laughs> we, um, should I mean, we go we check? We don't have any other option unless you have a way of getting through this thing. Let's go check on the other two and just as we're flying down, Joe. Can Zelfis like examine what the force field is? Is it like an elemental force field? Just a, a force yeah. barrier? Like what is? Give me an arcana roll. That's five. Okay, can do. We rolled a 15. Um, so you, you've come across spells like this before. It does seem to be a wall of force, or they um, created with such power and such proportions that you've never heard of anything this big before. I mean, normally, like, they're powerful and they're big, but nothing that can encase, you know, a third of a city. Cool, okay. That, that's just what I couldn't... Yeah, my idea doesn't work then. <laughs> Basically, so you no, yeah, I'd, like to, hear like, I'd like to fly down from where we saw it quickly to see if, like, you know, either they're okay or if they found a way through. Yeah, for, so, for anyone who was listening, I was thinking about um, using, I have a spell, Protection from Energy, which allows me, like, to protect from thunder, lightning. So I thought maybe it was something like that, you know? No, this does seem to be a solid barrier rather than, like, a prismic wall, which you can pass through, but it just kills you. <laughs> um, so as you descend, you notice these four glowing hands each one five foot in diameter break away from this tower and fly towards you as if to attack but do we see anything where we would have hoped to see our allies um you need to beat kestra's i think kestra had the lowest you need to beat 27 on perception i'm not looking for them i'm looking for any kind of irregularities in the wall of force oh no the force field is completely um Sheer, like there's no no markings, no no breaks. Cool. Um, and we God, can't I don't see, an see anything. At... Point. No, Adam. There isn't like an originating point, point for the force field, or like a transmitter, or. Um, give me a perception roll. That's yeah. Okay. So this time I will make sure to roll with advantage. Uh, I got a nineteen plus five, which is twenty-four. And I got 19, 14 plus 5. Um, it seems to be originating from the top, 1,500 foot above of the Tower of Viralathas. Do we go up there? We got, we got company. These hands are coming to chase us. Yeah, they're flying after you. Yeah, I, I immediately change direction and swoop, just go upwards, just like start flying towards the top of the tower. And I'm going to put out the orb as we're right. flying just to see what he, if he's still talking about these faces sets or if he might have anything helpful to say. Um, and it, it appears that um, Professor Scan has been talking to you the whole time. You fools, you need to go down. Get to the bottom of that goddamn arch and I can let you in. Come on, please, just... And then... Um, and I immediately turn back around. <laughs> I pull the handbrake on the back of Niall and we turn Tokyo <laughs> Drift, the eagle. <laughs> uh, we're going to move the camera over to Kestra and um, Graham, where... Beneath this enormous tower, there is, um, it's almost stood on these legs. It's like the roots of an incredibly big tree and hidden amongst them um, beneath this, this tower of rock 
is this orb. It's 60 foot in diameter and glowing. It, it looks like a, a glowing fireball or a sun. And it's stood within this, or held within this pedestal. Um, and you approach. What I approach with my, my right hand out. Do I feel the heat from it? Is it warm? Is it like... Um, the the heat and power it's giving off, you believe that if you touched it, you would be immediately annihilated. Right. So, that sounds like a challenge. No, I'm kidding. I'm not. <laughs> um, however, you, you, died. you do have items that you've you've sort of like bonded with, don't you? You both do, I think. If you wish to try um, and connect with the the Mithalar, I would need an intelligence check. Or if you have Arcana, you can use that. I would probably attempt intelligence. Um, I would probably go with Arcana. I think I think Kestra would turn to Graham though and go. I assume that whatever party you went to, they want this thing, right? Yeah, well, just momentarily, not not permanently or anything. <laughs> right, yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> it's just, you know, the, the white tiefling, Avarice, she kind of also wants them. So yeah, but, but she, she's there, like, right? yeah, I think so. She's competing with Levitus, though. I don't know if that's, is that smart, do you think? <laughs> I mean, I don't think either of us are the people to ask about whether it's smart to make deals with devils that's fair <laughs> um, so arcana is 15 for me so uh, what did you roll Kern? a five a five oh, yeah this is way beyond <laughs> a strong five yeah <laughs> a potent five <laughs> so 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 most magic items only allow one person to gain control of them However, Kestra, when you touch upon the Mithalar, you immediately gain attention from something. Something incredibly powerful. And you hear a voice in your head. And it says, Who are you? From the Netherese Enclave. And no. Graham, you see Kestra like collapse in front of you. I gotta try and catch her as she falls. To be like, holy and, crap. And she's awake Ooh. and she's conscious. But you see descending from above, from the darkness above, a skull. And around the skull are floating these arcane runes that kind of like form and disappear and are so intricate it hurts to the eye. And Kestra, you've heard of these things. A lich is the most powerful undead wizard imaginable, but if they fail to load the thing which sustains them with souls, then they descend into a demi-lich. If anything, they are more powerful and more deadly because they have no control 
only me on more the Discord power. pages, as you said, with how we roll. And, and does it roll? I was on my own Discord page, which is linked on my Twitter, which is how we roll own, which is down there underneath my camera. Uh, own, for anyone who's listening, is E O G H A N. And I'm also on Twitch under how we roll own as well. Not streaming quite as much at the moment because my computer kind of half blew up and there's no GPUs in the world. So we're on there about once or twice a week at the moment. But yeah, come over and hang out and just chat. Basically, we do. Yep. Amazing. Uh, and and Niall, again, thank you. I'm I'm really glad we managed to clear up some of the backstory with uh, Gon's tribe and and with Levista slash Oriel and their deal with you after you fell off the dragon. That was a, a really yeah. I was... managed to get that police today. I was unsure about that until now, so thank you for clearing that up, that I've unwittingly made a deal with the devil. That's exciting. <laughs> well, I mean, Aid, is it a devil or a demon? I always get mixed up between the nine hells. And, uh, it's uh, a demon. Yeah. He's yeah, a devil. Demon. Oh, okay. He, he's, a, he's a devil. He's a devil, and then demons are like... Um, uh, demons are the abyss. Demons yeah. are abyss, devils are hells. Demons are more like uh, creatures and like... Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. it doesn't matter. He's um, Lord of Chaos, basically. Yeah, yeah. He's um, lawful. He's a Lord of the Fifth. He'll stick, yeah. he's true to his word. If they're he's scheming, you can... if they have a yeah, plan, yeah. they're always a devil all out there right now. Yeah. <laughs> he's got the wiki page open in front of him. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> anyway, hi, I'm Niall. Um, I played Gyan tonight, and yeah, you can find me on the How We Roll Discord or on the Does It Roll Discord. Um, you can also find me on How We Roll uh, Podcast Nile on Twitter, and yeah, that's that's where you can find me. So either tweet or Discord, and you'll be able to get in contact with me. Amazing. And uh, again, uh, Virginia, thank you again so much for joining us. Uh, how can people find more of you? Thank you for having me. This is so much fun. I'm enjoying this a lot and getting into terrible situations. So uh, <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tabletop Horde and Twitch as well. Um, I'm going to be streaming The Walking Dead uh, on a Monday, 8pm UK. Uh, so if you want to see me be super sassy about the apocalypse and people's terrible choices, tune in then. Um, Tuesdays, I'm streaming with a friend of mine, Susie. We're playing some Rainbow Six Siege. And who knows what's going to happen on Friday streams now. But yeah, you can find me on Twitch and Twitter. That's where I hang out most of the time. Oh, we need to try and get a whole load of us to play Phasmophobia. Fuzz it's uh, my, my new love right now. Oh my God. I have it it's downloaded. terrifying. It's absolutely right. terrifying. It's so good. I have it downloaded. I haven't managed to get anyone together to play it yet, but I really, really want to because I suck at scary games. Oh, oh definitely let's... I do too I do too I'm leaving this week <laughs> well, let's... Yeah, be well, let's get a group together yeah that, I'm very very happy with that uh, but before we uh, we start matching our timetables uh, I want to say a huge thank you to Aram again Aram thank you so much for doing all the music and production and for playing hey. uh, Levistus Lord of the Fifth yeah yeah <laughs> it's always it's always fun to play someone that like, has all the knowledge and that's the best question you know <laughs> <laughs> I can hear you guys. We can hear you. Yeah. Uh, so it is it. really nice to you know, be able to play a character that can just kind of drop in and be atmospheric and bitchy because really that's you know my wheelhouse. And then I can just like <laughs> kick it back out. But it's just, you know, I have like like a, a list of things that my character wants to talk about, a list of needs. And then, you know, it's easy. It's done. I love it. <laughs>